0: You are listening to the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast, sponsored by Roger Briley and Associates, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido's, The Bike Shop, Alaska Sausage and Seafood, and the Alaska Club. Now, here are your hosts of AST, Keaton Homer and Isaiah Brink. Well, we welcome you to another fantastic episode of the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. So glad to have you along wherever you might be joining us, whether you're tuned in on Spotify, Apple uh, You can put a little line through Google Podcasts because that's out. not going to happen that's anymore. Done. Google's out. You know, one of the largest, you know, you know, technology conglomerates in the world, cutting their podcast platform, but whatever. Uh, neither here nor there. So you have so many other options. So Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Pandora, so many more. Glad to have you along. Isaiah Vreeman, Keaton Homer along with you here on the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. It would not be possible without our fantastic sponsors, Roger Briley and Associates, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido's, the bike shop, Alaska Sausage and Seafood, and the Alaska Club—all proud sponsors of the Alaska Sports Talk podcast. Uh, Isaiah, another sports week in the books. A lot of another, stuff happening.
1: You're right. Mean, another another one in the books. A fun weekend. UAA. Yeah. I know you were broadcasting over at UAA. That was man. Saturday night was a lot of fun over there. That was that was a good time. We'll get to that. for atmosphere. sure. It was, it was awesome. Was a
0: great. It was fantastic atmosphere, so uh, anytime you can defeat the number one team in any sport, you know, yes. uh, number one ranked team of the nation, it's always a, a fun atmosphere, and it was an electric atmosphere. We'll talk about that uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. Um, we got high school hockey to talk about as we are getting into the postseason of high school hockey this weekend, and then also next weekend, uh, Division Two high school hockey postseason coming up this weekend. And then next weekend it's Division One High School uh, State Championship State Championship hockey coming up at the Menard Sports Complex. So we'll kind of touch on those things as well. A little bit of high school basketball. We'll talk UAA Sea Wolves athletics as well, men's and women's basketball, also a little bit of UAA hockey. Uh and then also maybe a little bit of uh Anchorage Wolverines as well. So we've got a it's lot busy. of stuff. It's busy. busy. It's very busy. Very busy. Uh you know who's not busy. The Ooh. Detroit Lions.
1: <laughs> That's right. They're not busy right now. Sorry, they I think I heard somebody busy. from
0: the other room. I, you know I'm I mean? sure welcome, you did. Welcome. I have no to, doubt that you did. Uh, the off season. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was tough. I, I was, was for tough. the Lions. I was hoping that the Lions would make their first ever Super Bowl appearance. Um, yeah, they're the only NFC team, the only NFC team, to never make a Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. All I the other not, NFC I didn't teams have made a Super Bowl appearance. Maybe not wow. have won one, but they have. They have at least the they Super got Bowl. to the
1: show. They got right. to the show. Wow! Right. I know yeah, I was all pulling, the th- late. Like, I was pulling hard for the Lions. I was. I was pulling oh, I was. hard. Yeah, yeah. When,
0: when that first quarter started, happening, I was like, "Oh my god,
1: they're rolling." They just moved, they, they moved oh, up and gosh. down the field. I was like, "This is unbelievable!" And it took 49ers basically stop
0: the rush. Yeah.
1: The bounce off of the detroit lions helmet and then onto to oh, Ayuk's hands and that was just crazy when that stuff yeah, that started way. happening i was like well detroit's yeah. in a lot of trouble now yeah yeah when you get those when you get plays, that fluky stuff it's kind of well like oh really oh
0: you know what else is weird all the people that think the nfl scripted have you seen a lot of that stuff oh I'm yeah not, we're getting off topic here to start it's all
1: yeah they yeah it's I mean, I'm sure the NFL roots for matches, matchups, but I'm sorry, there's way too many things on the field,
0: and yeah, it's just not going to happen. Sorry, it's just not. Sorry, the it's just not doesn't Have work. You like seen that. The, the Super Bowl logo this year? It's got the Chiefs and the uh, the Raven, or the Chiefs and the uh, uh, I don't know. It was yeah purple, somebody the Ra- color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the Ravens and, and yeah, Chiefs. Ravens and uh, Niners, Niners or, or whatever. something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, oh, it's predetermined. Yeah. I'm like, get out of here.
1: Yeah. Believe it or not, I've heard that with it's the unreal. shirts shirts for state championships no well, the design color is blue and you're favoring palmer
0: i'm no dead way. serious
1: i have heard Get that out of here one thousand percent high heard school
0: that. sports you've heard oh my I god i have heard that
1: <laughs> well why do you favor that what are you talking about the ice is blue <laughs> so i usually go with blue <laughs> for hockey or uh... blue for swimming you know oh, things my, like that yes. oh i'm, I'm serious well, not exaggerating i've heard that well
0: you always have those people you know yeah. That's, maybe some that's... of them uh you know they could be wearing aluminum foil as hats so i don't know I'm, I'm I, I, that if is... you're one of those people that's wearing aluminum foil as a hat i'm not judging i'm not no judging.
1: i think that is a staple in some people's closet
0: no yeah, lie be. yeah yeah could be anyway we're off to a fantastic start on this podcast it's a show about nothing we cover Absolutely everything. Nothing. If there is a
1: topic that we have not discussed, you let us know, and we will discuss it.
0: <clears throat> Taylor Swift. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Can't go there. Oh, okay. No, yep. oh, too soon. Hey, join no. us next week when we get T. Swift on the show. <laughs> Could you imagine our ratings? Holy oh, mackerel. I'll work on that. Okay. Well, yeah, let's just... both work on that. Let's see
1: if we can reach out and get T. Swift on the show.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, she's going to be traveling from Tokyo to Las Vegas, and then from Las Vegas to Australia, you know, so she's kind of got, you know, some... She's busy, but... Yeah, she's busy, but you can do the show from the airplane. I feel like it's... Well, yeah. I mean, it's just part
1: of the Super Bowl media now. I mean, we might as well get those interviews, so...
0: Yeah, exactly. 100%. I mean, there's got to be some Alaska Taylor Swift connection that we haven't found that we can, you know... I'll figure it's something fine, out. I'm sure we'll figure it out. All right. Well, maybe uh we'll dive <laughs> into a little bit of high, uh, Alaska sports now. So, all right. uh The uh much about nothing segment is complete and we'll move on. <laughs> so uh, should we talk uh, high school hockey?
1: Yeah, let's talk high school hockey. It is uh division two championships start on Thursday down in Soldotna at the Soldotna regional sports complex down there. If you haven't seen the bracket yet, I would encourage you to go to asaa365.com and you can see the bracket there, or you can go to Alaska Sports Talk Instagram or Facebook and you can see the bracket there as well. That just got released and we've got our last ranking for the Division II Alaska Sports Talk Top 5, so we'll get into that real quick. I really think it is going to be an interesting state tournament. Last year, Houston had been dominating people, and then they lost to Juno in the semifinals. And right now, Houston has been dominating again. And, you know, they play Tri Valley the first round, the eight seed. But that four five matchup is Juno four, Kenai five. You know, it's Houston. Do they want to see Juno again? Do they want to get a little revenge on that? I mean, I. High school sports, you never know what can happen. And that's yeah. and I think Houston learned a valuable lesson last year. Is that gonna propel them forward to the state title this year? I mean, they're looking pretty, pretty tough. So well, that'll lead right into the top five for D2 Alaska Sports Talk ranking. Houston takes the top spot. No change in the top two. Houston is 18-3-1. Palmer is takes the two spot. They're 16-7-1. No change there. And then Juno takes the third, third spot. They're 10, 8, and 1. And then Soldatna is in the fourth spot again at 10 and 6. And Kenai is on the five spot at 11 9, and 1. So no change from last week to this week in the Division II rankings. And it kind of it bores or bears out the, I guess the biggest change is Houston in the in the ranking that um, ASAA did for based on records and some of the other stuff, the yeah. criteria that they have, Houston's one, Palmer's two, Soldotan is three, Juno's four, Kenai's is five, North Pole is six, Kodiak is seven, and Tri-Valley is eight. So our Alaska Sports Talk rankings are pretty close with a little couple minor exceptions, but I think it's going to be an interesting – I really believe that anyone in those top five – spots could take it i really do uh, i i definitely think i think uh north pole kodiak tri valley they've got some work to do to uh to try and get that state title but i think those top five for Alaska sports talk rankings any wouldn't surprise me if any one of those took it
0: you know i i would agree with you in terms of it is definitely a coin flip it seems like both in mm-hmm. division two and d1 as well when oh yeah d1, d1 oh man uh, division two hockey this weekend, having seen the Palmer Moose earlier this year against the Soldatna stars, even though, I mean, Palmer's the two seed. So obviously they're a higher seed in the, in the tournament. I would not be surprised 100%, you know, if Palmer ends up winning the division two hockey championship, yeah. uh, obviously Houston has a lot to say about it, but Palmer, the goal play, the goaltending that they had from Keegan O'Brien when they played soldatina Uh, And then also the offense that they showcased um, against Soldatna, having lit up the scoreboard for seven goals, you know, they think they can make a lot of noise. And I would not be surprised to see Keegan O'Brien get on a little bit of a heater Uh, guys like uh, uh, the Van guttons, Caleb Van gutten, and also uh, Elijah van gutten who played really well against Soldatna earlier this year. I think they could uh, make some noise. So Palmer moose, I think would not be a uh I wouldn't be surprised to say no. if they made it to the uh D2 state championship. So um I'm, No, I I'm, I am penciling I, them in there.
1: I I agree with you when you look at that bottom bracket I think the semifinals could be real interesting. You know, Kenai playing on the peninsula against Juno you know, that 4-5 those are always kind of toss-ups and especially this year I would say that's a that's a toss-up. So I look at that I think uh, it looks to me if I I was a betting man it would be Houston and Juno and then uh, Soldatna and Palmer kind of the top 4 seeds moving on and those makes for some pretty impressive semifinal yeah. games and these were all all these games for the Division 2 and Division 1 State Championship will be on the NFHS network live and on demand so make sure you uh, if you if you're a hockey fanatic get a subscription to the Um, NFHS network, and you can watch both the division one and division two championships this week and next,
0: this is probably the time of year. If you don't subscribe to the NFHS network, you probably want to get it February, February, March or prime time,
1: big Uh, time. If you haven't done it already, February, March, you get all the hockey, you get all the, some of the final, um, month basically of the basketball season where you're going to have a lot of more conference matchups. And then if you go, let's say February and March, and then you can get all of March madness, Alaska. So all the games, all 118. I mean, now's the time to do it. That's for sure. If You haven't done it. Now's the
0: time. Well, and some of the matchups you're going to see next week on the. NFHS network division one state hockey taking place next week. Right now they're doing their conference tournaments in uh Isaiah, the Division One poll uh, looks a little interesting this week in uh Division One State hockey.
1: It does. There was a little bit of a shakeup in the poll, and it's it's like when we were talking with Matt Neville last week, it's it's really hard to kind of figure out exactly what's going on in division one hockey. Uh people are have you know, West lost to Colony uh last week on Tuesday night. <laughs> the night we were taping the podcast wasilla's done pretty well they're they're still strong palmer beat them though on the 23rd that's why palmer right. is a sneaky one for division 2 like you mentioned and chugiak diamond beat chugiak earlier this week but chugiak's been strong all all year diamond is definitely making a charge colony lost to west valley on the 26th after beating west on the 22nd And then they only beat North pole, which is the sixth seed in the division two tournament by one on the 27th. So it's been really, it, it really looks, it's tough to figure out exactly what you're seeing. And so right now the, the pole, the top two spots, haven't changed West Anchorage Eagles, 15, two and one overall. And then Wasilla warriors, 16, four and one. Chugiak takes the three spot right now at nine, six and one diamond, who was unranked last week now jumps into the 4 spot with their impressive last couple weeks. So they're now 9-4 and 1. And then Colony, Colony was the 3 now they're but down to the 5 spot at 14-7 and 1. But I would say all of these teams 1 through 5, I think we mentioned it last week. They are inches not feet. They are inches not yeah. feet. I mean, it is you no one no one could surprise me by saying you know diamond beat west earlier in the state tournament or right chugiak yeah. beat Wasilla. i mean it's just it's kind of it is a tough tough ranking so we'll release these after the podcast is over we'll send out uh, a nice little clip on on social media so you can see all these rankings instead of having to rewind all the time and listen to them again if you didn't catch all of them but yeah it's uh it's going to be interesting in the cook inlet conference let me pull up that schedule. The Cook Inlet Conference for Division One is starting basically tonight. Eagle River, the right. seven seed, playing Bartlett, the 6th seed. The winner playing Diamond tomorrow, Tuesday, with South and South and Service playing on Tuesday. The four and five seed. Uh, it's it's going to be going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the CIC tournament and, is a lot of fun to watch,
0: and it always is interesting to see you know out of the CIC tournament. I mean we kind of have an idea of who's going to go to the state tournament, obviously from the CIC, right. but we don't necessarily know where they're going to be, you know, in terms of seeding. Yeah, after this. No. I mean, we've yeah, seen it's... some weird things. I think last year even had some weird stuff happen in the Cook and like conference tournament in terms of uh, some seeds and stuff like that um, prior to the week of the state championship. So maybe it was two years ago. I can't remember, but there was, there was some wonky some, somebody lost when they shouldn't have lost or, something of that nature. And it kind of threw some seedings off a little bit. It seemed it, like going into the state tournament. It so, absolutely
1: did. That's why I've been a big proponent of um, division one and division two hockey. Well, all the sports, frankly, uh, that are team sports using the RPI like basketball does. Cause yeah. I think it's a better overall picture as at the end of the season, I think it gives a better representation kind of how the way the things are done right now, Sometimes one game can be such a big difference when it's compared only against the ones that make it and it's a little different. So this I, I believe the RPI is a little bit better for that. Well, so I'm hoping that maybe uh, you can
0: give us a little to kind of not necessarily really in depth behind the curtain, you know, how things are done with hockey. Like how is seating projected for high school hockey? How does that process work versus high school basketball?
1: Well, how it works now for hockey, and this is what basketball used to do before the RPI was put in place um, starting last year. So basically at the end of the season, so for instance, I'll just use Division One as an example because that'll be done uh, later this week. All of the teams that are automatic qualifiers, so the Cook Inlet Conference gets four, the Northern Lights Conference gets two. So that's six. So there's two at-large berths. So everyone that didn't get an automatic spot gets put into a pool. And then each one of those teams is compared to each one of the other teams in the pool with head to head record against common opponents, record against common uh record against state placers that are in the tournament, and then kind of another one that's record over all of the classifications. So once that, that's that gone through, the, team, the two teams that have the most points out of that then are the at-large selections. Then that same process is done over again with all eight of the qualifiers. And so that's why sometimes head-to-heads matter and you get a point for that, but it's only one point. And then some of the other records, records against common opponents, record against all the other state placers, those are the equal amount of points. So if you have a head-to-head over somebody, that's great but that only counts as one point so it's huh. it's a little bit like the wrestling that's basically how the wrestling seeding is done you amass yeah. these points and then once it's totaled up whoever has the highest point total gets the number one seed, and then so on and so forth so that's just the basic way to go about it i personally like the rpi a little bit better you can see it throughout the year so there's no real huge surprises it makes it forces teams to make sure that their schedules are entered in on time a little bit better than the current system where we could get scrambling at the end and then if you miss a game that throws off especially if you miss a game in the current seating it throws it off yeah. way more than if you miss a game with the RPI it'll affect it but not as drastically as let's say in the current system so that's the right. that's the the shortest version i can give of that
0: well, and I think that's good for people to know, because I think a yep. lot of people, you know, when they see the tournament bracket come out, they're like, oh, why, yep. why, why are we the fourth seed? Like, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah, we you should get be it the number one. Year. Like, what's going on? Like, or, or whatever it is. So I think there's so many people that get, you know, upset or not necessarily upset, but like, just generally question, like, why is this team mm-hmm. seated such and such or whatever might happen? But that's part of sports and that's part of, you know, the fun that goes into it. Right. So
1: it would be uh, a lot. It would obviously in Alaska, we're just challenged. It would be, it would be a lot easier, obviously, if everybody could play everybody at least once and then you've got head to heads and then that's really all you have to do. Very really. I mean, you can go down a couple more spots, but really you don't have to do all these other little things, but in Alaska, that's just, it's just not going to happen. You just can't do it. So yeah. In hockey, it might be a little easier because you have Division One, Division Two, and there's not as many teams. But for instance, like basketball, volleyball, there's just no way. So, well, and
0: this and this year is a little bit different too in terms of the way that the season started. Like so many games yep. were canceled or you know shuffled around at the very beginning of the season in late October and early November yep. when we had a whole bunch of cancellations with schools and whatnot and yada yada yada. So that kind of threw a, a bigger bigger wrinkle in. T- into things so
1: it it really uh, did i mean and we're gonna have some teams that don't have nearly as many games and i know some of that matt alluded to it last week in the podcast is you know ice time you're not gonna have as much ice time so you're not gonna have as much practice you're not gonna have as many games so some teams are gonna have a lot more games than others and it's yeah that's just kind of the nature of the beast and then like you referenced the weather at the beginning of the season
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah yeah Speaking of the weather, I mean, uh, I'm looking at my window right now. I know that Anchorage School District canceled school earlier on this Monday. Uh, I wonder uh, if you're a betting person if it's going to be canceled tomorrow. I don't well, know you do have curious. an
1: inside track on this information. I,
0: I do, but do? I, I feel like that's kind of like you know, almost like federal like SEC regulations, insider trading. <laughs> like I have, like, <laughs> how did you know that? <laughs> Well that's true. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, your stock is know. gonna go up or down. I don't know. But uh I, I honestly I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm just curious I like I'm just watching the snowfall outside the window and I'm like, huh, okay. Well, I know hey, we're not supposed to get that much more snow, but I also heard that a lot of the streets still aren't plowed in anchorage, so anyway, me, yeah.
1: Take take well, that what how you about want. how about this? Your connection that you're pretty close to with this information, maybe we can break something on Alaska sports talk social media uh-huh there you yeah go. there How did you go find
0: out there was no school yeah alaska sports talk there you go <laughs> that's where that's i good. go for weather news breaking news <laughs> yes where we don't break news we just sprain it i like it I, i'm i'm um. good with it let's go yeah <laughs> i like it oh well, sticking with high school basketball as we move away from our weather segment um uh well high school basketball <laughs> jumping into high school basketball i should say after talking a little high school hockey Uh, Probably the biggest thing on the docket for high school basketball uh, here coming up is the uh, Lady Lynx basketball tournament. Always a fantastic basketball tournament Yep. uh, this time of year coming around in February. Uh, It's going to be another fantastic Division I Lady Lynx basketball tournament. This tournament's kind of interesting just given how late it is in the season. I mean, so many Mm -hmm. teams are already playing in the conference, and this kind of is a little bit of a nice break for uh, some of the cook Inlet conference and some of the... uh, you know other conferences out there that partake in this so um the Lady Links basketball tournament Isaiah it's going to be another fun interesting tournament to keep your eye on um this week
1: I, I agree I mean I'm looking at this I mean that, and if if you haven't seen this bracket again we'll we'll be sending it out on Alaska Sports Talk social media but you've got Diamond West Valley Barrow Palmer Colony Lathrop Ketchikan Service I mean I I kind of look ahead and you know, I would say when I look at this, I would say Colony Lathrop, Colony is really a very, very difficult team to play against. You know, they, I, I would expect to see them in the semifinals, but you know, that Barrow Palmer matchup, Barrow is very tough. They they are a tough squad. I know Palmer, Palmer has a little bit more size than the, than the Barrow team does, but Barrow is a very very tough three A squad yeah. that that'll be an interesting matchup. Diamond West Valley that's going to be that girls' game and they're playing it in front of the student body at one fifteen on Thursday. That'll be a that'll be a fun environment for them. I, I would expect Diamond to win that. So you you, you look at a Diamond Barrow matchup in the semifinals and a Colony and possibly a a service or catch a can, which that game is interesting in itself. Catch a can girls and service girls. Service girls are young but they are talented and uh Ketchikan, uh number 22 I'm trying to remember her name now from Ketchikan, um oh, she's really she's really tough so I, I, that'll be a great great tournament if you're looking forward to watching some some basketball girls basketball, you gotta go and especially watching um Haley for Colony, wow number 22 she's uh yeah she's unbelievable. She is unbelievable. She's just a junior. Yeah. If you're not doing anything on Thursday, go watch them. That's That'll be a good watch.
0: So it's happening over in Diamond High School. Again, starts on Thursday, February the 1st. So be sure you check out those games. Quarterfinal round action starts on Thursday, then goes through Friday, the semifinals, and then the championship game on Saturday as well for the Diamond Lady Lynx basketball Tournament, speaking of high school basketball, another week is in the books, getting us closer to March Madness, but it's also another week for our Alaska Sports Talk rankings. And we have some new rankings out this week, Isaiah. That's
1: right. Top five. Top five for just like we do with the Division One and Division Two hockey. We got the top five 3A and 4A boys and girls teams. And, well, there, there were some changes, but... You know, they're in reality, all of the teams that were in it last year or last week are still in it this week. There was just a little bit of shifting here and there flipping around. But a lot of things will be decided this week with some pretty interesting matchups moving forward. So we'll start with the three a girls. Grace one, Monroe two, Barrow three. This is where the switch happened. Grace Monroe, Barrow, those were the top three last week. They're the top three this week. Mount Edgecombe edged um, sitka for the four spot. So Sitka took the five spot. Uh that right there, the Mount Edgecombe, Sitka, that number four five matchup, that's gonna happen Tuesday night in Sitka. So that's gonna go a long ways into seeing how that conference or that, that conference is gonna shake out in the southeast for the three A. So that's a that is a must-watch. You're gonna want to fire up the NFHS network for that one. Going into the 3A boys, there was no change in the standings or in the seating, excuse me, in the rankings, I should say. Grace, number one, Mount Edgecombe, number two, Nome, number three, Barrow, number four, number five, Seward. Valdez is real close. Sitka is real close in there. Seward, Valdez, Sitka, they're they're all real tight in that spot. You know, Barrow, it looks like if you if you go to Max Preps or ASAA 365 and you go, they're eight and eight. How could they be number four? They played service once, they played West Valley twice, they played two outside teams. They've got a really they've had a brutal schedule. Yeah. Um, they they really have. I think they could have had a couple more wins here and there. The Barrow defense sometimes can worry me a little bit against some of the top three A teams. That's why they're that number four spot. But uh Grace, Mount Edgecombe, and no very, very tough teams. The point guard for Mount Edgecomb is really, really interesting to watch. So that's the three A boys, four A girls, no changes. Again, for the three A, just like the three A boys, no changes, four-A girls, no changes. Mountain City, number one, Wasilla, number two, Colony, number three, Thunder Mountain, number four, Diamond Lynx, number five. That right there. Kind of like what with the 3A girls, the number four or five matchup uh, being tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Mountain City is going to be at Colony on Tuesday night, the 30th, and then at Wasilla on February 2nd. Wasilla will be at Colony on February 6th. So the net, this coming week is going to show a lot with that 4A girls. And I would expect right. maybe some changes in that ranking moving forward. But they're all really, really tough. Thunder Mountain is 12 and 0. They're not beaten, but uh their schedule has been pretty pretty light compared to the other ones at 39% their opponents um record percentage. So averaging it out. So I mean Thunder Mountain definitely could sneak in there into the top 3. I, I don't doubt that. But right now those that is the rankings. Now move over to the 4A boys. This is where I'd say we saw the the biggest shakeup because when we were taping with Matt last week, we saw that uh Service had beaten West, which was, yeah, which was
0: somewhat expe- unexpected. I mean, yeah,
1: I, I, I was a little, I was a little surprised. And then, you know, last week we talked about the Denali state bank ice jam hosted by West Valley. Well, West Valley service and Thunder Mountain who were all ranked last week in the four a boys for Alaska sports yeah. top, top five, they were all there. So they all played each other service ended up winning the Denali bank state ice jam. So Betty Davis East with a record of 11-1 takes the top spot. Service Cougars take the second spot at 11 and four. Wow. West Anchorage Eagles take the three spot at nine and four. West Valley Wolfpack takes the four spot at 12 and two, and then Thunder Mountain Falcons take the five spot at 11 and six. Wow. When I look at it, I mean, the top four are really, really tough. They are they are tough if i just projecting forward i would say that those four i would say the state champion is going to come out of one of those four for the 4a boys and it's pretty it's pretty back and forth west valley plays uh two minutes the last two minutes of the fourth quarter when they played at west a little bit better they could easily be the three spot so
0: yeah you're right yep it's
1: uh, it's all real, real close, real close. That uh, Betty Davis East service Cougar matchup for uh, their conference play uh, for their conference play coming up in a couple weeks, I think it is. That's going to be an interesting one. So that's, that's where the rankings are now. Not a lot, not a lot of changes, but the 4A boys was
0: definitely the biggest. Well, the month of February in terms of high school basketball is always probably the, I mean, not to say that you know december january aren't huge but i mean february oh. going on into march it is where you start to see either the separation or you start to see the teams that are going to start to make maybe a little bit of noise come march so uh, yep. february Absolutely. is going to be fun time fun time to watch for high school basketball oh. up here
1: yeah it's going to be it's going to be awesome it really is there's a lot of games to be played and there there could be a lot of things that happen but right now it's kind of there's kind of some separation happening
0: yeah no no without a doubt without a doubt so we'll keep an eye on that we'll have updates in future podcasts as well as we start to get closer and closer to uh March Madness Alaska speaking of March Madness college basketball in full gear as well UAA and UAF uh playing this past weekend Uh, The Seawolves men's and women's basketball teams. Boy, almost kind of mere images of each other from this past weekend. Had a rough go of it on Thursday last week when they took on Western Oregon. Uh, The Seawolf women's basketball team for the first time since 2003. December of 2003, the UAA women's basketball team lost to Western Oregon. They had won 37 yeah. games in a row against Western Oregon, and they saw a 20-year winning streak snapped Um, this past Thursday. Uh, it was the first ever loss for Ryan McCarthy to Western Oregon, and they just looked out of sorts. I mean, if you saw any of this game, you just kind of, you know, thinking to yourself, what in the world is going on? And in terms of not just they couldn't buy a bucket, they shot 28% from the field as a team. Ooh. That's, um, yeah, that's not good. I mean, not going to win a lot of games doing that. No, you're not going to win a lot of games doing that. You're also not going to win a lot of games when you miss shots from four feet and in. I swear the number of shots they with yeah, the potential layups, just short jumpers was insane. I mean, and it's not like they were missing by, I mean, we're talking like in and out. I mean, just like unlucky, like just the weirdest types of stuff that was happening. And then the amount of turnovers, the, the Seawolf women's basketball team on Thursday against Western Oregon, turned the ball over 20 times and they You're gave 20? up 24, 20 times. 20. I know, un- uncharacteristic for a Ryan McCarthy coached team, 20 times, and then Western Oregon able to capitalize on those. They turned it, those 20 turnovers into 24 points as well. They didn't defend the three-point line well, and the Seawolves ended up losing by 20 on Thursday night. But um, the men's basketball team on Thursday suffered a similar fate, much more heartbreaking fashion. Not to say when he lose by 20, it's not heartbreaking, but – uh when you lose with one point two seconds remaining uh um, in the yeah. game, that that's tough. I mean That's real um, tough. The Seawolves, once again, the men's basketball team, they played terrific defense. They have the number one defense in the GNAC conference uh in terms of points given up. They're only averaging uh, allowing teams to score right around sixty-one points um per game uh on the season. So the defense was terrific, but the offense, not so much. They couldn't find the bottom of the bucket either on Thursday night. Seawolves ended up losing by a couple of points, 55-53. So Thursday was not kind. No, Saturday, however.
1: Saturday was the opposite of
0: that. Saturday we bounced back. So uh, both the men's and women's basketball teams taking on St. Martins. Um, The women's team able to bounce back nicely with a nice emphatic victory. Uh, Tori Hollingshead coming alive, leading the way for the Seawolves. Uh, Had 18 points in that game for UAA, and uh, Seawolves played much more characteristic of what they had during their nine-game winning streak than what they showcased on Thursday night. So able to bounce back with a victory. Uh, UAA women's basketball team going on the road this weekend um, in GNAC play, so um, they're away from the Alaska Airlines Center. The men's basketball team, they're able to bounce back, and this is probably one of the bigger wins maybe in program history if not under rusty osborne rusty has beaten uh top 25 teams before but this is the first time he has ever defeated a number one ranked team ever so wow um that's a that's a huge win under the belt of rusty osborne and uaa as they took down the number one ranked team of division two men's basketball st martin's and a crazy game. It was fun to watch. It, it was an electric crazy. atmosphere. It was very entertaining basketball to watch. Uh, once again, they got it done with defense. Um, they shot fairly decently from the field. Had to hang on towards the end, uh, but they were able to do it as the UAAC Wolves were able to um, come alive and get the offense going. Um, trying to pull up my stats here from that game. Let me take a look. Where are we at? Where are we at? There we are. Uh, Tyson Gilbert really uh, was the bright spot. Had 28 points, a new career high for Tyson Gilbert. Um, lit it up from behind the arc. To Tyson knocking down, I believe six threes in that game um, for UAA. Got off to a fantastic start in the first half. So they really rode Tyson Gilbert uh, to that victory. Dylan Barrientos also stepping up with 12 points. Uh, Sawyer Storms coming up clutch. Um, as well, with some clutch buckets down the stretch for UAA, and even Jerron Williams chipping in with eight points and 31 minutes of action, uh, giving the Seawolves a little bit of spark as the Seawolves ended up winning 71-68 over the number one team of the nation. Um, UAA men's basketball team, they have the, uh, well, UAF Nanooks coming to town, so that'll be, that'll be fun on February 3rd. So, you were be. at the game this past Saturday, Isaiah. Saturday? What'd yeah. you
1: think? It was a that was one of the bigger crowds I'd seen at a UAA game in a while. It was great.
0: It, oh, was, it was loud.
1: The crowd was into it. Um, yeah. Saint Martin's, they're they're really good. I can see why they were the number one team in the division two. And try, UAA, try to
0: explain their defense.
1: Try to explain. UAA, uh, I, <laughs> you and I were talking about this before we started this podcast, and I. I was puzzled. I, I've been coaching for – I had coached for 10 years, and I was a little puzzled on what they were doing. It kind of looked like a matchup zone. It kind of looked like a 1-3-1, one, one, but not trapping in the half court. But the top person in the 1-3-1 one, one is at the three-point line instead of the half court line. It was just kind of an odd – it was an odd thing. And some of the rotations that were they were doing – Maybe I just wasn't seeing it right, but I I I had a hard time figuring out exactly what they were trying to do because for a while there, their big guy running in the bottom, he's going sideline to yeah. sideline, and I'm like, uh, that's probably not the best use of his ability. So it was just a, it was interesting and well, it confused UAA for a little while. But then exactly. when they started hitting, when they started hitting some threes, then they started doing more of a matchup thing, like you had referenced, and. Yeah, it was it was, very, it was very interesting. And then on offense, I don't know if that's how they normally play, but you could have just turned the shot clock off because they were going down one pass shot, one pass shot. They worked the yeah. clock a couple times, but it was uh it was it was interesting. They didn't run a lot of half court offense. It was kind of hard to figure out exactly what they were doing on offense, too.
0: No, it was. I mean, but whatever they have been doing in terms of you know, whatever your working. offensive defensive philosophy got you to be the number one ranked team of the nation. Yeah. So obviously, uh, you know, he knows what he's he doing what there. He... So
1: yeah, I mean, I was confused for a while. I mean, so it definitely, it would have yeah. been interesting. What kind of offense do you run against it? I mean, are you running motion? Are you running some of your sets? Or are you? It was definitely an interesting, interesting way to go about it. And it was, yeah, you can tell why they're the number one, number one squad right. in the country.
0: No, you you can see why. So uh, that's only the second loss for St. Martins. Their other loss on the season uh, came against Northwest Nazarene back in December. They lost by one in overtime. So uh, two losses on the season by a combined uh, four points. So uh, obviously they're a very good team. Uh, The UA men's basketball team, as I mentioned, they will take on the Nooks on Saturday, uh, February 3rd, before – uh, they go on the road for a couple of games, uh, in a couple of weeks as well. So, wow. All right. You yeah, kind of got us through through everything got it, there. All got right, it
1: through. Wow, it was that's definitely a lot, but you know thou tis the season. It is uh, tis the season. It is busy. Very very busy.
0: It is busy. All right. Um, this might be a weird way to wrap up the show, but we're gonna have to do it quick because the MacBook I am on. It's got ten percent, and it's oh, it's that's giving not me so good. It's, it's flashing. The so, flashing—that's
1: yeah, that's important. Like, you gotta—you can't ignore that. Uh, it's oh, it's like uh, can't ignore hey, that.
0: Just got hey, your Mac is going to go to sleep unless it is plugged in into a power outlet. I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, where is my power cord? <laughs> like I don't know where it's <laughs> at. Wait a at second here. <laughs> uh, I was at fifty-six percent battery. I was like, oh, I'll be plenty to get us through the show. You were uh, at fifty-six. Yeah, at the start? this thing is—it's—it sucked it dry. Just straight, wow. You know, I don't well, know. Well, it was a busy
1: it, podcast. It was, it was a busy, busy podcast.
0: It was a busy podcast, that is for sure. Uh it was a show about nothing. So um uh, for those of you who are Seinfeld fans, you know. You know you exactly
1: know. what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. I You'll love get that show.
0: Oh, it's fantastic. I mean You will definitely
1: get those references with us too and Brad as well, no doubt. Yes.
0: One hundred percent.
1: So if you are confused by what we're saying, I would highly suggest just go watch Seinfeld, all the seasons, all the episodes, and you'll you'll know what we're talking about. Then.
0: All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, be sure you follow along this week as um, the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast will be updating you on Division Two hockey. And then next week, we're going to have some fun stuff in oh, store yeah. when we get to the Division One. Hockey Tournament uh, next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at the Menard Sports Complex out in Wasilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be sure, not only will we have a podcast um, dropping early that week, but we'll also have some updates throughout the uh, state tournament, as well as both myself, Isaiah Vreeman, uh Matt Nevla may even drop in on the podcast as well. He'll be out there covering it, and yeah, new cat that we have just came across the screen. So, <laughs> all right, uh, the cat's like, you got to go. So. Yeah,
1: that may, that's a sign for it's time to finish. Yeah, I would say well, so.
0: Let's uh, thank our sponsors once again on the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. Sponsors of this episode and the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast, Roger Bradley and Associates, Partouche Plumbing and Heating, Guido's, The Bike Shop, Alaska Sausage and Seafood, and the Alaska Club. For Isaiah Freeman, I'm Keaton Homer signing it off, saying goodbye and good night here on the Alaska Sports Talk Podcast.